your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Yeah, so in Seoul today, we will see the first match of five between Isedol and AlphaGo, which has already managed to beat European Go champion Fan Hui in a test match back in October. So there is a good reason for the Grandmaster to be nervous. Even though he believes there will be a day computers will outrun humans in the near future, he is still confident, though, that this time he can take victory. Joining us on the line is Professor Sung Jun Cho of the Industrial Engineering Department and the Director of Data Mining Centre at Seoul National University. Good morning. Good morning. So, why do you think this match is so intriguing. We can't help, I think, but be fascinated by it. But it, I guess it's this idea of man versus machine and, and where AI is at at the moment in its development. Yeah, first, it's Google. They are very popular. They're very powerful and can be intimidating to people. And second, the game of Go is a board game with much more complexity than, say, chess. Already, it's been 20 years uh, since uh, Deep Blue from IBM is the best human chess players. Yet Go is the game where people believe that computers have a long way to catch up the best human players. And last year, it has beaten European champion 5-0. And I guess the third reason is a recent Davos Forum 2016. And their main theme was the fourth industrial revolution. And the main enabler is big data, machine learning, AI, etc. So that uh, smart machines emerge and will change lives of people across the globe. Yeah. Well, uh, Google's Eric Schmidt said that uh, he, he thought it would be a victory for humanity, whatever the outcome here. I wonder what our listeners think about that. If this machine was to beat the man... Isedol, would that uh, suddenly mark a big change in your attitude towards artificial intelligence? You can text us, pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. Uh, Professor Cho, can you briefly tell us what machine learning is, though? It's obviously not learning in the human sense. Uh, yes. Um, you know, computers are usually told exactly what to do at each, at each step. The sequence of instructions is called a program or software, and it works very well for numerous applications, such as uh, web browsing, word processing, and even sending humans to moon. But when computer scientists try to program computers to recognize human faces or understand uh, simple English sentences, they found it very difficult or impossible to do with programming so they look at humans, and you know, babies are born with little intelligence, but they obtain intelligence through experience as they grow up. Mm. So that's the idea behind machine learning. In other words, to make computers learn from examples. The idea itself is at least 50 years old, but the main weakness was that it was hard to obtain examples or data. Now we live in the era of big data, so we have the this big bang of data and machine learning. 
So there is a surprising parallel between machine learning and uh, human babies, for example. Uh, and maybe it's not surprising that the machines are modelled in our image. The question is, when do they take over? Uh, the, the AI uh, idea itself, I mean, it doesn't have to deal with fatigue uh, and the memory problems that we do uh, as human beings. But there are pros and cons, aren't there? Oh, uh, yeah. The, as you said, uh, it, it doesn't get uh, tired, and also it has no emotions, right? And, and I'm sure today uh, Mr. Yi will feel pressure, but uh, AlphaGo feels no pressure at no, all. No. And so AlphaGo does not make any mistakes. And, but the other way around, uh, the, the weakness of uh, AI yet is... Uh, I mean, it can do what it learns, but it still lacks, say, motivation, intuition, or creativity that humans usually have. Yeah, and I understand that artificial intelligence today uh, has made such strides with data processing power that AlphaGo uh, only takes a few weeks to learn from one million match examples, but if the machine encounters a new circumstance that's not stored in its own data, does that mean it would be totally useless against Isedo? Uh, no, not really. You know, learning is not memorizing. So when we say machine learning, we say machines do not memorize, but learn the idea or principle lying under so many examples. So we say uh, psychologically, we. Uh, psychological term, generalize. It, it can generalize. So it'll do well even when it encounters a new circumstance. What about conversation? How far are we away from uh, being able to have a chat with, uh, I, I don't know what word to use, a cyborg or something, something of that nature, uh, a, a robot effectively? Right, I think it's a very good uh, question. I mean, many people know that AI is good and has deemed difficult by humans. But people do not realize that AI is not good at tasks deemed easy by humans. Uh, AI can uh, beat uh, chess champions, maybe today beat uh, Go champions, but AI can, and, and I can also diagnose disease at a similar level with top medical doctors, but AI cannot carry on conversation with 10-year-olds. Small talks are very tough very difficult for computers or even AI because the topics are too broad. Even supercomputers find it impossible. Mm. But we know that uh, they are trying to develop AI as a, as a means of taking care of the elderly, as a means of uh, producing journalism even. Uh, but there, there are other practical applications too. Google, for example, has assigned the former head of machine learning as the new chief of its search engine. What does that suggest about the way search engines could shift in the future? Um, I think you can, uh, it can, it becomes more human friendly. So maybe you can ask uh, the way that uh, you ask your friends. For instance, uh, you want to take your parents to restaurant. Uh, maybe you can ask Google, which restaurant should I take my parents tomorrow? And Google already knows where I live, where my parents live, my, my schedule, uh, their preference in food, price range, and maybe ambience of candidate restaurants. Mm. Well, 
I hope it does a better job than some of these uh, ads that seem to be tailored uh, in their minds towards my needs, because 99.9% uh, of the ads that pop up on my screen, uh, and I'm sure many of us have the same experience, don't seem to be very relevant. Um, yes, is there right, a scary yeah. side to all this, though, uh, in terms of our personal privacy? they already have uh, or collected vast amount of personal data. So actually, personally, when I turned on my Google map on my cell phone, Google kindly shows the hotels that I have reserved and will stay in next month. Mm. How kind. <laughs> actually, they, they, knew, they know more about me than they allow me to know. It's not whether, it's when. Yeah, well, I suppose we can hand over our um, basic mental tasks to our machines. Again, though, it's that relationship of who's in charge that matters. F finally, you've, I understand, not viewed this as man against machine today. Can you explain why? Yeah, it's not, uh, I think the framework of uh, human versus machine match uh, is not accurate and it's not constructive because uh, it's a match between a uh, go player against computer scientists. It's humans versus humans. It's just two different kinds of humans with different tools. And also, I like to emphasize the machines are not our enemies. They are our tools. We can make them help humans and help our decision making in a very constructive way, eventually to help uh, humans. And uh, uh, in order to do that, we have to understand its power and its limitations. Professor Cho, and we've all seen way. too many movies, yeah. though. That's the problem. Too many right. dystopian uh, movies. Too many movies, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Professor Sung Jun Cho from Seoul National University. You can email efmthismorning at gmail.com.